Thank you, listener, for tuning in to Man in the Making with former monk Rajan Shankara and myself, Rockus. And thank you, Raj, for being here with me to record this episode. Thank you as well. Um, okay, so once again, a Q&A. Uh, this time it will be about trauma and regret. So oh first question. <laughs> oh, what's that reaction? What do you expect? Those are heavy it's heavy. I like heavy, but it's heavy. Okay. Heavy topics so, because they're the most universal, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, first question. From observation, it seems every person has trauma of some kind. So is having trauma beneficial to us in some way? Yes. Trauma. Please explain. Trauma is simply experience uh, categorized by the brain in a, in a messy way. So we have to back up a little bit and say that all experience is beneficial for the user. So that experience, which is, which is categorized incorrectly, just needs to be reframed and, and, and neatly packed away in, a, in, in the mind, you know, with a, with a new perspective. And then then that experience is, is even more benefit because we've had a chance to go back and analyze a part of, a part of our life. So I'll, I'll, I'll give you a quick example before you interject. Quick example is uh, all, all experience is beneficial, right? So if I wake up in the morning and go make myself a breakfast shake as I did this morning, that is beneficial. It, it has value to it. How much value, though, is on a scale, a gradation scale. So there's not much value, but enough to where I got the calories in order to, to live for another day. And, and that's good. Another experience would be an argument. Um, you know, if I had an argument with someone that I care deeply about, all of a sudden I have, I have an experience, just like the breakfast shake. But now... I could be slightly traumatized and I have to go back into the experience at a later date or as soon as possible, ideally, and reform what happened, how I feel about it and what I took away from it. I didn't have to analyze the breakfast shake because it is so routine. It lacked anomaly, but the, the trauma, even a not, you know, even a mundane trauma, no longer lacks anomaly. It has with it the power of, of the new and the unknown. And I can then unpack that and, and gain insight into my life and build on the map of my mind um, further experience that I did not have before. Very beneficial at that point. Very beneficial. Okay. Um, so the majority of people are perceiving it the wrong way then. The yes, thing of trauma is a bad thing. Uh, unfortunately, we suffer from that which is bad because it's painful uh, to experience and it's hard to detach our identity with the experience. So if I was raped, um, that's, a, that's a tragic uh, experience it's, it's it's absolutely tragic and, and, and horrible and we, we wish that 
that isn't an experience that someone has to go through. Now, if we zoom out and take in some Eastern philosophical uh, uh, principles into the situation, we have a bit of karma and we had to have a bit of, of life learning that we went through. And usually we can only see that years later. Um, and both things can be true at the same time. So it does not, knowing an experience is ultimately beneficial for us, does not take away the sever, severity of pain. Um, and, and, and I think rape is a good example because it's universally painful. It's universally something that you don't wish upon anyone. Um, and you, you would have to hope that every experiencer of that tragedy um, learn something from it. And, and ultimately it's to learn to not be the victim, um, but, but to be a, a survivor and an, an eventual educator from it. So be a survivor and educator, but what about initially overcoming it? So how should you perceive it and how should you overcome it? Well, it's normal to be perceived as the victim, right? I mean, it's a, take any kind of tragic experience. It's very normal and it's, it's expected to be considered the victim um, mm -hmm. and that something happened to you. However, after, after enough time, we can detach from it and say, this did not happen to, to, to me personally. This happened to the body. This happened to the mind. This is something that I had to go through in order to come out with, you know, who I am today. And we hope that, and, and you know, there's counseling and therapy and coaching for people that go through tragedy to help them through it and say, there is a support system. There is a way out of this. And there's another way to look at it because it, while getting through it with the victim mentality is going to benefit you in, in the immediate for, for uh, solace and comfort, there must be an eventual um, perspective shift so that you can gain strength from not being a victim anymore and that you can actually be a survivor and someone who can educate others who are in the victim stage. So, in any tragedy, we hope to eventually become a teacher. Wow, okay. That's a really nice answer. Um, and then moving on to uh, you know, why I, do we feel... It should, be, it should yeah. be noted that I think that's an interesting example that I brought up. Um, I don't know why, but karmically, uh, m not karmically, but well, there's some kind of karma I have with, with that. I still, to this day, am unable to watch a movie that has rape in it. I, 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 cannot, um, I cannot sit there uh, and I have to leave. Uh, I just can't. Uh, for some reason, it's just too painful. So I, I, I thought that was interesting to note. And why is that? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I think it, it just aggravates me so much. So even with the knowledge that I have, the perspective that I have over it, over any tragedy, uh, that still does not make it that much more uh, 
you know, accepted. Bearable? Yeah, bearable in the moment. Thank you. That's a beautiful word. It doesn't take that pain away from a situation. It, it, it liberates you. It doesn't necessarily liberate you immediately. This is something that we have to first go through, and then later it comes comes to us. I, and and uh, to me, it's it's it, you know it must be a reincarnated, must be a past life type of uh, experience that I, I haven't yet uh, been able to conquer. Wow. Yeah, that's interesting that you mentioned that. Um, should we move on to the next question then? Or is there more to add to that? No, uh, it's up to you. If you don't have anything to add, I'm done. Okay. Feel free to add. Um, so maybe something will come up as we go on to the next topic. So next question is why do we feel regret oh well i think we would everyone wishes that they could have avoided an action uh or you know something they said something they did regret so life life is full of life is full of blunders um you know, we're constantly tripping up on ourselves as we learn lesson after lesson after lesson. Um, regret would presuppose you're not learning. So if you're unable to forgive yourself, then you would have regret. If you're unable to have the perspective that life is an educational process, you would have regret. However, if you change your perspective, you wouldn't regret, you would say, well, this situation was actually a blessing in disguise. So once again, it's a matter of perspective and changing your perspective. It seems to be, I mean, life is truly a subjective experience. And I think we've talked about that a while ago, the difference between subjectivity mm -hmm. and objectivity. Um, I'm actually reading something right now from C.S. Lewis uh, about subjectivity. It's extremely difficult to read. Uh, it's called The Abolition of Man. Uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of that or C.S. Lewis. He's some kind of author. Uh, in, my, in my work of uh, constantly educating myself, I'm, I'm trying to get through his, his lectures and it's, it's, a, it's a challenge. Um, but subjectivity is, is a beautiful thing to learn about. Uh, we truly do see the world not as it is, but as we are. So if you, if you were to see the world as it is, you would see a perfect um, machine just going about you know, as it is. And, and it's us who adds to it. Uh, the world is simply a petri dish and we're the compounds being added in with uh, opinion and uh, adjectives to describe it and the myriad forms of uh, novelty. We add it. Uh, the world doesn't necessarily add it. It just is. And that's how, so linking this back to, I think it was previous episode, maybe a few episodes ago. So it's the journey 
Yeah, is, is it the journey of the soul through this life that's ex that makes us experience it through us and not really consider the wider perspective? It, that is the journey indeed, just uh, life, you know, living life itself, uh, both in ignorance and then eventually in, in um, perfect vision, uh, we usually when we're vulnerable. So it's funny because I, I'm a, a practitioner uh, and a philosopher of Eastern traditions, but I highly respect um, some of the, the things that Abrahamic religions say and teach and, and the Bible can, can kind of shed some light uh, in another language about some of those things. When we, you know, the Bible goes through certain things that say, when we're going through life blinded, we simply are just ignorant of our own vulnerability. And once we realize that we're naked, right? So Adam and Eve were naked uh, and they realized they were naked. That means they were vulnerable. They realized their own limitation. So the journey of life, the path, the way, the Tao, it is a matter of starting out life blind and ignorant, not being able to see. And then once there is light, are, and, and we're able to see that we are limited and, and vulnerable, then we can we can continue our journey uh, in it. In it. That's the that's the next stage of, of of our life. So it's not that the path is one or the other. The path is indeed both the ignorance and the wisdom. That's really interesting. That yeah. Now that I think about it, a lot of things, come down to perspective. Even things like if someone says something and you care about their opinion, hasn't that their opinion has an effect on you? That's also a matter of of perspective because you're internalizing it. Whereas if you saw it outside of yourself, then yeah, it wouldn't really affect you. Correct. Um, for some reason, when you believe someone else so much that their perspective becomes your perspective, you somehow idolize them as a, a divine, you know, truth sayer. Uh, when, when in reality, it, while they may be correct, you need to somehow create that truth for yourself as well. That's what critical thinking is. Um, and it's important to gain the perspective of others so that we can either agree with it or disagree with it. It's not that we don't acquire the opinion of someone else because we automatically disagree with it. That would be um, a bit fascistic. Okay. I don't have anything else to add. Uh, yeah, everything I've wanted to ask has been covered for this episode. Um, do you have anything to add? Uh, no, no. I'm just. Uh, I like the. I like those questions, and, and I like how I can see how you're analyzing things in real time, and you're you're <laughs> bouncing all of these things off of your own experience, and that's that's a beautiful thing. That's that's a part of the path, and it's going from the uh, inability to see to to the to, to the ability to see. Um, and that's a special thing. I'm glad to be there for it.
I think the title of the episode should revolve around uh, some kind of, uh, maybe it could be, this is a subject, uh, subjective world or, uh, you know, uh, going through the world, going through the fog or seeing through the fog of, of life. I don't know. Perspectives. It's all about perspective. Something simple like that. Yeah. Um, and something I'd like to mention, I originally I started these pod as in I wanted to start this this podcast to help the people around me, but it has really helped me as well. And by it was more it, it helped the people around me in a different way. I thought I could help them by showing them like the podcast that how it really went was just, it made me think a lot more, thinking up questions for the podcast and other things. And talking to you, it just made me thinking, it evolved my thinking. And now I'm able to actually help people who, who are going for a tough time. Like there was something that happened recently and I saw that I could find the right words to help the situation and that that was really nice like I'm glad I could actually make a difference I could actually help people and I think it's a lot to do with doing these podcasts so it's it's I remember it's part of your philosophy by improving yourself you can you improve yourself to then improve your community and yeah I can see that happening so it's really cool Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Yeah, most people think that the path ends um, at wisdom. Uh, in, in mythology, it's the path ends at being the sage. But in reality, a good sage makes other sages. So you go from uh, sort of common man to hero when confronted with conflict. And then the hero goes into the pit of despair and then has a reason to rise up, challenge its own demons, succeed. The hero grows old and wise, becomes the sage, and then makes another hero and, and makes another sage in the process. So that's the idea with life, is to continue to help people um, find their way when, when no one else, when no one else uh, can. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, thank you for your time, Raj. Uh, I really enjoyed the episode and until next week. All right, my friend. Have a great week.